Okay, so you know that game Fallout? Yeah. You know, I was like, it's all about like a nuclear like radiation zone, right? Yeah. I used to like love playing that game, but I just know for me, it would really upset me because remember like when you shoot an enemy, you have to pick like which body part yeah. you're going to hit. So if you look at the logo, right, it's like that guy like holding a thumbs up and he's like winking. Right. Right. So I found out when you're looking at like a, a nuclear bomb, like the mushroom cloud that it makes after. Yeah. If you hold your thumb up and you like try to like aim your thumb at the at the mushroom cloud. Uh huh. If the cloud is bigger than your thumb. You're in the radiation zone. Oh, interesting. So if you hold it up, you should be able to cover the mushroom with your thumb. Yeah. And if you cover the mushroom, then you're safe. But if you put it up and the mushroom's bigger than your thumb, yeah. then you're in trouble. Then you're in the dead zone. Oh. So that's why he's like squinting and he's like aiming his thumb. Oh, I, for the longest time I thought he was like, good job. That's what I thought. But oh, then I was funny. like, wait, that doesn't really make sense that he's just holding like a regular thumbs up. And I it's like such that. like a dark game. That's pretty crazy, crazy right? Yeah. All right, guys, welcome to Just Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and hit the like button. And also comment what you want us to talk about next week. We're going to be using your guys' suggestions from last week and talking about those things in this week's podcast. So make sure you comment for next week's podcast. Yes, sir. If this video gets 3.5K likes, I'm going to go and prank Daniel. And you guys can comment what I should prank him with if it gets 3.5K likes. That's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Okay. Let's get into it. Okay, I think first of all, though, we need to get a little excitement for Kenobi and Stranger Things. Yes. Okay, so tonight at midnight, yep. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's By gonna... the time this episode comes out, people will see it. Yeah. So either Kenobi's really good or it's really bad. So we're going to get the first two episodes, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I really hope it's good. I know. I, I feel pretty confident about Stranger Things. Yeah. I feel like they put a lot of time into it. A lot I'm of really excited for Stranger Things. Yeah. It's it's got to be good. Okay. Yeah. You you just said they put a lot of time in. They put years into this thing. Yeah. Like it's got to be good. And if it's not good, shame on them because they spent how many years <laughs> now? We've been waiting for this for so yeah, long. We have. A lot of people are like like already over it. Like Stranger Things like lost its hype a little bit. I feel like the cast is kind of over it too. Like. There's like we're so done. We just need to get this out. We're, yeah. we're growing up, you know. It's it's time to move on. Yeah, because they are like that's like really like their only roles besides, um, Finn Wolfhard and Millie Bobby Brown. Like right. I feel like none of the other ones have really been in. Sadie Sink has been in some. Daniel usually is the guy to come up with all the Stranger Things theories. So you're gonna be up very late. I'm gonna be up all night watching that, and I'm gonna be sleeping, and I'll come tomorrow and be like, "What's going on?" <laughs> But I'm really excited for this. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, you know, I got to watch it. We just will watch it separately. So you stay in your room and I'll go yeah. watch it in mine. We got to talk about this. Miss Marvel. Ooh. So Disney sent us Miss Marvel, the first two episodes of Miss Marvel early. So shout out to Disney. Shout out to Disney. Uh, so, like, everyone's wondering, what is Miss Marvel about? Mm -hmm. How is the show? I have to say, it's, it's a good show. First impressions, yeah. It's a good show. I feel like it's definitely interesting, like... To see, it kind of reminds me of, you know, like when Peter Parker first joined the MCU, mm -hmm. young kid, yeah. getting his powers. Right. And it's refreshing to kind of see that story unfold again in like a new character. Yeah. Because she's only 16. Right. So it makes it very relatable for kids. Yeah. High school students. You're, you're really going to feel like, oh, this, I can see myself in this character. Right. I think it is going to be a good story. Yeah. And what's really interesting, too, is she's like an influencer, right? She's posting she's, videos on YouTube. Yeah, she's trying to be like, like that sort of like YouTube, like Avengers. And she's into cosplay, which yeah. we see on TikTok and Instagram, right? Cosplay is huge. Yeah. So Marvel's really playing into 
like what's modern, what's kids into now. Right. Which is super cool. So there's a lot of interesting things about the show. We don't want to give away too much and we can't. We just we're not allowed to talk about it, really. No. We're just allowed to give our initial reaction and we think it's a good show. It's definitely different than Moon Knight. Yeah. But it is well, I'll say this. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. It reminds me of like a Hannah Montana, <laughs> Hillary Duff, Lizzie McGuire movie with a better story and more relatable characters. I could see that. Within yeah. a Marvel cinematic universe. I could see that. It's like really, re- yeah, really relatable is a good way to put it. She has her friends. There's a crush. Yeah. She's in high school. Bullies. That's, oh, yeah. It is kind of like a. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. So you guys should check it out when it comes out. And I think it's not going to disappoint. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see everyone's reaction. Yeah. I feel like the actress that plays Miss Marvel did a phenomenal job, though. Yeah, I think she she's did. great. Definitely. She does not deserve hate, okay? <laughs> Everyone out there, dude, people are, like, hating on her. I know. Dude, give her a break, man. She did great. And she's young. Just, guys. Take it easy. Take all it right? easy. We're all, we're all out here just trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this week, I talked about a crazy theory about Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, okay? my gosh. Yeah. We got the trailer. It came out. The trailer came out. Yep. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Gore's in the trailer. Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of speculation about the trailer. Mm-hmm. There are sequences within the trailer where we see Thor. It's like black and white. Yeah. Right? So we all know that by the teaser trailer that Thor is kind of trying to say he wants to retire. No longer wants to be Thor. Yeah. He wants to put his Stormbreaker in the ground and say, sorry, not sorry, Nara. <laughs> I know. It was really weird to see that, though. Yeah. He's trying to say, like, my days are done. Yeah. Okay. So Taika Waititi is known for putting big songs in his trailers. Okay that foreshadow what happens in the movie, as we saw in Thor Ragnarok. Right. And usually we can, it's easy to understand, but for the longest time we were all wondering why Sweet Child of Mine? Why was Sweet Child of Mine in the teaser trailer? Yeah. I was like really hyped to hear that song, but then I was like, wait, there has to be some sort of underlying meaning. Right. So we know this. Sweet Child of Mine is, was released by Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. The original music video was shot in black and white. And yeah. when you put the music video side by side by Thor's trailer when it's black and white when he's you know hooking fingers with Jane Foster and they're about to fight Gore it looks very similar yeah and we've never seen something like that like right. a black and white scene right so it's very interesting how the song is Sweet Child of Mine yeah the music video was shot in black and white and there's scenes within the trailer that's in black and white and it just so happens to be in the be the fight between Gore and Thor right so the song Guns N' Roses is from the perspective of a guy, Axl Rose, who's singing a song to his girlfriend at the time. I would argue that the song in the trailer is being sung from Thor's perspective about a girl. Yeah. And it's safe to say that the girl is Jane Foster. It would make sense. That's pretty much his girlfriend. Okay, so in the song, it goes, she's got eyes of the bluest skies. As we see in the trailer, Jane Foster, when she uses Thor's powers... Her mm-hmm. eyes glow blue, and that's, that's like the common thing, right? Yeah. We see Thor in Ragnarok. His eyes turn blue when he's using his ultimate powers. Right. Next line, I hate to look into those eyes and see an ounce of pain. You know, Jane Foster in this, in this movie will be having cancer. Mm-hmm. We know that Marvel already disclosed, Taika Waititi said, that they want to keep the story as close as possible to the comics about Jane Foster's storyline and how she gets her powers. Yeah. It only makes sense that she will have cancer, and that's why she needs the powers. Right. I think... The Sweet Child of Mine song, like, it's a really upbeat song, but I think it's a total misdirect of how the movie's going to be. Yeah. It sure seems that way after, like, looking this over again. Yeah. Okay, so the next line is, and pray for the thunder and rain to quietly pass me by. Now, this 
line is a crazy line. Mm -hmm. Okay, we know that Thor doesn't want to be Thor anymore based on the teaser trailer. Yeah. That lyric is basically saying, I pray for the thunder and rain to pass me by. Thor is saying, I no longer want to be Thor. I no longer want to have superpowers. I no longer want to have the power of thunder and lightning. Right. So pass me by, go on to the next person. So we know that if Jane's going to be having cancer and the line goes, I hate to see those, the pain in her eyes, Thor will want Jane to have the powers and he wants her to take on the mantle of Thor. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't want it to happen. And based on, you know, Greek mythology and the Marvel comics, it doesn't make sense for Thor to die. I don't think he's going to die. I think he's just going to pass on the torch a little bit, take some time to himself, mm -hmm. go relax, you know, let Jane Foster be Thor for a little while. Right. Truly find who he is. Yeah. Because that seems like what he wants to do, right? He doesn't know who he is. Right. So he, he's not sure. If, he doesn't want to be a god. You're right. He needs to have some time to go hide away and just figure himself out. Because, see, we also see in the trailer, like, we see, like, Ravenger Thor, right? Yeah. He's going through, like, these different phases of, like, trying to find who he is. That's true. It makes sense. That's really interesting that you say that because in the first Thor, we see, like, the mighty god Thor. Yeah. With his suit, right? No humor, really. He's just very, very, like, serious in a sense. Right. Then we see in Ragnarok, he's, like, you know, loosening up, mm -hmm. finding himself, realizing that that's not him. Yeah. And then Infinity War, we see him lose himself because he failed to go for the head. Right. Endgame, he's Bro Thor. <laughs> now he's back to Ravenger Thor. <laughs> Sad Thor. It, it makes sense, right? He's gone through so many different, like, characters almost. Yeah. I think this movie's going to be pretty dark. Okay, so for those who missed it on TikTok, a week ago or a few weeks ago, I talked about the top five regrets that people have when they're on their deathbeds. And it's actually pretty dark. It's sad to see, mm -hmm. right? But it's also kind of like an eye-opening experience to, like, know, like, wow, so this is what people their biggest regrets are when they die right and you should take like learn from them and don't let yourself have those regrets yeah so it was actually done by like a bunch of nurses and like hospice workers and a nurse actually wrote a book on this because she studied like all these people on their deathbeds and like asked them different questions and they all had like very common regrets and these are the top five that they had so the fifth one is i wish i let myself be happier now this one actually hit pretty hard and this was only the fifth one i know right so the fourth one is I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. This one was big too because they said like they got so caught up in like work and everything that they actually lost touch with the friends that cared about them the most. Then the third one is I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. It could go different ways. So express their feelings to like just friends or family or even to the person that you have like a crush on. Like just go for it. Honestly. I mean, what do you have to lose? Right. What do you have to lose? You don't want to be on your deathbed and complaining about that. Just go and do it. Yeah. So the second one is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. So this one was because a lot of them missed different opportunities. Like they missed watching their kids grow up. They missed spending time with friends. They lost touch with their friends like the old one, like the other one. Right. Yeah. So it makes sense why these like are big regrets. Then the number one regret is, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself. Not the life others expected of me. Now, this one is deep. Yeah. I feel like we can all get in that trap of, you know, we, we want to please our friends, our right. parents, our, our girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be. And you just think like, okay, this is the route you're supposed to go. Right. Mm -hmm. But you may not feel that way in your heart. Right. And, but you just, the world makes you kind of go down that path of, yeah, you got to go to school. You got to go get a nine to five job. You have to do these things yeah. or else you're a failure. When in reality, that's not true. 
don't let the world decide who you are and what you will be. Yeah. You could be like us. And talk about nonsense for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. Have you ever heard of the crazy legend of La Pascualita? So I saw a video by Jesse V, and in 1930 in Mexico, there was a bridal store that placed a new mannequin that was wearing a wedding dress in their storefront window. But this mannequin was unlike any other mannequin that we've seen before. What do you mean? So after this mannequin was placed there, People were starting to notice that it looked really realistic. Like it had eyebrows, eyelashes, it had realistic hands and fingernails. It even had veins. But then what people were starting to notice is that the mannequin looked exactly like the store owner's daughter that died on her wedding day just shortly before the mannequin was placed in the window. What the heck? Yeah, so the people and the workers started to become really suspicious of this mannequin. And the theory is that the store owner actually preserved his daughter's dead body and turned her into the mannequin so he could be with her forever. And even the staff of the store has come out and said that this has to be a real body because it looks way too realistic to just be a regular mannequin. Dude, that is so freaky. Yeah, and they even had experts come check out the mannequin and they said that they aren't 100% sure if it's real or not because the conditions of her hands look exactly like a deceased person's hands dude that is so weird so her hands look like a real life person yeah they're like it's so crazy how realistic this mannequin looks because when you think of a mannequin right you just think of like the ones we see at target right like just a, just a blank mannequin yeah i mean if, if i see a mannequin in the store i could be like yeah that's fake right like because their hands they literally look like they're action figures. This mannequin's hands, right? It had like wrinkles in it. It had like little cuts, right? And the fingernails. Yeah. It started to like kind of separate exactly like how a human body's fingernails would separate when the person dies. Dude, they ever investigate the dad? No. Why not? They had experts come in. Yeah. And see like the, the mannequin, right? Yeah. But they weren't even 100% sure if it was real or not. No, but what? If they have any doubt and they think it could be a real person, you think you would investigate the dad who owns the mannequin. You would think, but they didn't. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. And like the workers said, like when like one of them like saw her legs. Yeah. The legs had like crazy veins in them. Like you could see the veins. Okay, come on now. Let's think about this. Mannequins, they don't have fingernails. One. Yeah. They don't have <laughs> veins in their legs. That's for sure. Right. This one even had like discoloration around her mouth. Yeah, perfect. Right when someone dies too. Right. I don't get it either. The eyes were like super glossy too. So it looks super real. And if you put like a side-by-side -side picture of the mannequin and the daughter, it looks like exactly the same. Comment if you feel like we should call the police. I mean, even if you don't comment, I think I should still call the police. Dude, it's pretty crazy. No, it's not pretty crazy. It's freaking crazy. It's <laughs> so crazy. And the, the new owner of the mannequin. Yeah. Like, they, like people that question him, like, is it real? Like, is, is, the, is the legend real? Yeah. He goes... I'll never be able to tell you. Is it, I'll never be able to tell you because I know the truth and I'm, I'm never going to be able to tell you? Or there's not enough facts to be like, I, I just don't know. I don't know, man. It seems a little suspicious. That's so weird. There's also been claims too that like it's, the mannequin is just haunted. People say, okay, that they've seen her like move a little bit. Like her arm will like move like an inch. Or she'll like, they'll see her like facial, like her mouth like kind of yeah. move. Like it'll either like go into like a little bit of a smile or a little bit of a frown. That's so weird. Yeah. I'm still stuck on why it has veins. I know. Why does a man need to have veins? Yeah. And there was like a legend, like I saw this somewhere. It said um, that if you buy the dress that she's displaying, you'll have a happy marriage. Nice. Yeah. Kind of. Good to know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let us know if you bought one of her dresses. <laughs> Do you know about the man who escaped prison by putting himself in a box and shipping him through the mail and escaped? There's no way. So in 1987, there was a guy named Richard McNair who was 29 years old. And he lived like a really nice life. He was a, 
like a sergeant at his Air Force base. He was respected. So that all changed the day before he turned 30. And the day before he turned 30, he went to go rob a grain farm to steal some grain. Until this day, no one understands why he did it. He had like nothing to gain by that. Yeah, why would he steal it? He seems like he has a pretty good life going. Yeah, it's really strange. So after that, he went to go rob two other people. And in the process of the robbery, he accidentally killed them. Wait, what? So the police found McNair, arrested him and took him to the station. And they started interrogating him. But McNair was a very smart man. And he had a little chapstick in his pocket. What the heck does chapstick do? He used it as a lubricant and he put it on his wrist. And it made his like wrist really slippery. So the handcuffs just slid right off his wrist. So when the police weren't looking, he took him off and he just took off running. Wait, that's actually pretty smart. So the police started chasing McNair out of the station and McNair's just running, right? He's running a couple blocks. All of a sudden, he, he gets to a building and he climbs up the stairs. It's a three-story building and the police are right on his tail. So McNair's looking like, what should I do? His only option was to jump out of the window. So he jumps out of a three-story building window, falls into a tree. Dude, what is this guy thinking? The tree branch broke and he falls to the ground. So the police arrest him. So McNair was then put into prison. And when he was in prison serving his sentence, like for killing the two people, he started like carving a little hole in his cell, like around the little like window where the bars are. And right when he's about to get out, the guards caught him. Okay, I don't see how this guy's gonna mail himself out of the prison. Just wait. So once he got caught for trying to get out, he then was given a 30 year sentence and two life sentences for the murders and the robbery. And they moved him to a max security prison. So he was stuck there for a couple years until he found this loophole in the air conditioning system within the prison so what he did was he was able to crawl through the air conditioning vents and he got out of the prison and escaped he climbed through the vents yeah so he literally escaped through using the vents so mcnair ran to the city he she tried to live like a normal life so he dyed his hair and he was just constantly on the run he knew that he couldn't stay in one spot too long so he would be constantly moving to different states but after 10 months of running around the police finally caught him again and arrested him dude how did it take them so long to find him so that was the third time he was arrested and the police realized that this guy's a really smart guy and he probably can escape again so they put him in a five-star max security prison where there was no chance of escaping so this prison would hold the worst of the worst criminals like and they were all in one prison like the worst kinds of people so it's kind of like arkham asylum yeah exactly so mcnair realized that this prison he had no chance of escaping but after serving one year in the prison he got so lucky and for some reason they moved him to another prison oh uh, here we go so this prison was still a five-star max security prison but it was a federal prison this time but it was still impossible to escape so mcnair was given a job in the prison because all the prisoners had to have a job so mcnair would work in the mailroom where he would fix mailbags so if there was ever like a tearing he would sew them together you know like those sacks where they would hold the mail yeah, yeah yeah so when he was sewing the bags he started thinking about like i have a plan i could get out of this so what he did was he jumped into one of the mail bags and he put that mailbag on top of all the other mailbags on this one pallet what the heck so mcnair knew that the mail truck was going to pick up the pallet and take it to another location so what he did was he built a contraption so he put his mailbag in the middle where he's laying in and he put a bunch of mailbags around him and he put like a little straw at the top of it so he could breathe so then he was transferred to the location and the mail truck left and he was waiting there for all the workers to leave until he would try to escape. And once all the workers left, he'd hop down and start running. Okay, there's no way he's going to get away. So McNair knew that he had about four hours until the guards realized that he was missing because they were all at lunch. So McNair just took off and started running. So as McNair was totally running down the highway, all of a sudden he crosses a police officer. And the police saw this guy running and he's like, that's suspicious. So he went to go pull him over. Time to go back to jail. No, just wait. So the police officer pulls him over and he tells McNair, dude, there's someone that just got away from the prison and we're trying to find him. But McNair knew to stay calm. So so he just said, hey, I'm Robert Jones. I'm not I'm not a criminal. I'm just running around doing some exercise. I'm hanging out with my brother. And the cop starts laughing and he apologized to McNair like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to accuse you. Shut up. So the cop asked McNair again, what was your name again? And he goes, uh, Jimmy Jones. But McNair slips up 
because he told the cop that his name was Robert Jones. But the cop was so oblivious, he's like, oh, okay. Like, totally forgot about the like the first name. And says, okay, just have a nice run. Be careful. Be safe. Dude. So after a year of escaping, McNair wrote, like, a Christmas card and sent it to the prison he escaped from. Basically writing in there, like, haha, like, I got away and was bragging about it. This really got the whole United States government really upset. And he was put on the most wanted list. And McNair was getting really arrogant. He thought he was invincible. So what happened was he was in Canada and he got caught by a police officer. The cop actually recognized McNair's car and realized it was a stolen car. So he pulled over McNair. So right when the cops asking McNair, like, who are you and stuff doing an investigation, McNair literally ran away from the cop on foot and got away. He should not have sent that card. So once again, McNair got away and he started making like fake IDs and false identities and disguises. And he was just traveling the world. So he would make money by stealing new cars from dealerships and selling it to random people to make some extra money. How did he not get caught stealing the cars? So McNair used to work for a car dealership when he was younger. And he learned that if the car doesn't have a GPS system in the car, it's really hard to track it. And he found that if he only stole white cars, it was the most common color on like the roads and it would be the least detected one. But one day McNair slipped up because he was parked in a parking lot in one of his white cars and the police recognized him and literally started chasing McNair. But this time the cop was like really good shape, really young guy was able to beat McNair and capture him. Dude, how did this guy last for so many years? Yeah, so McNair is now in like an international prison where they put terrorists in like spies from other country. Like it's a, it's like the worst of the worst. Dude, this is crazy. Dude, I don't understand how this guy escaped prison so many times and got away. It's ridiculous. I thought the soup story was crazy. You know, like, yeah. Like that guy got away like three or four times. Right. This guy got away about the same amount of times, but with modern technology. This guy got away with chapstick. I don't understand that. I still don't think they really understand how he did it. That's so crazy. Because I get it, right? You have chapstick on your wrist and stuff. Yeah. That's not going to make you really slip out. You gotta. You almost have to like dislocate some bones and like try to get your hands out. They must have not put the cuffs on like tight enough. I wonder what they did. Because that's crazy. He's now pen pals with El Chapo. What? They're in the same prison. Oh my God. And he like, he will talk to reporters, McNair. And he's like, I'm now friends with El Chapo. And we like talk about prison break stories together. Dude, he should have never sent that Christmas card. What was that? I don't know. What is he thinking? It literally pissed off the government. Yeah. Because at first they were just kind of like, okay, we're just going to let it go. I mean, what can we do? Right. The guy's out of the country now. But then he sends the card and they, can re they realize like this guy's still around. Dude, this guy is so dumb for that. He got away. And then he does that and he gets put on the most wanted list. Yeah, he was literally on TV and people started recognizing him because it was on TV uh -huh. and everyone was learning about this guy, McNair, who kept like getting away from the police and everyone was scared of him. Dude, what the heck? So whenever he would go somewhere, he would constantly be making disguises because people would start recognizing him. The fact that he lasted for that long without getting caught is crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't understand that. So do you know about the bridge in Scotland where dogs literally jump off the bridge and kill themselves? Wait, what? So at this bridge, it's called like the Overton Bridge and it's really high up and it's over some vegetation. So even though there's vegetation underneath the bridge, if you jump off the bridge, you're still gonna die. It's still high up. I don't get why the dogs would jump off. Wouldn't their owners just stop them? Yeah, so many owners say that when their dog's like on the bridge with them, all of a sudden their dog will look up and then full force run and jump over the bridge and die. Dude, this is really sad. Why do they do that? Till this day, they don't know why the dogs do this. And there's been hundreds of dogs that have died because of this bridge. Okay, at this point, they should just close the bridge and ban all dogs from walking on it. Yeah, so it's a huge mystery why these dogs jump to their death. But there's a couple theories why they think it's happening. So there's a theory that sound waves are actually hitting these dogs and making them go crazy. And they thought it was coming from military submarines that are nearby in the ocean. But many scientists have gone to the bridge and tested the frequencies and they couldn't find any strange frequencies there. What else could it be then? So there's another theory that it's actually the smell of pee that makes the 
the dog jump off the bridge. The smell of pee? Yeah, so the smell of the pee from a mink actually has a certain scent that makes a dog go crazy. Apparently, dogs naturally want to go after minks when they see them. So when they smell the pee, it makes them instinctively want to go run after them. It's kind of like when you take your dog to the dog park and they see a squirrel and then all of a sudden they just take off. So the smell of pee makes them want to jump off. I mean, they're still not sure why this happens. Like many scientists are studying this still and they still don't know. I mean, it could be some supernatural thing going on there. Dude, what the heck? But majority of scientists theorize that it's the smell of the mink's pee that makes the dogs want to kill themselves. Okay, dude, this is crazy. They need to just close that bridge. Break it down and destroy it. If there's like hundreds of dogs dying, okay? You just gotta close it down. You gotta shut it down. There's obviously something wrong with it. PETA, where are you at? Get on Honestly. this case. Get on this case, shut that bridge down. I don't understand this. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't, I don't get why. it. It doesn't make sense. The fact that the dog, like, it's like getting brainwashed and then it just jumps off the cliff. Yeah, and if you look at the bridge, it's made out of stone. So, like, you could see the dogs maybe are jumping off uh -huh. and they have no idea what's on the other side. And they oh. just fall to their death. So they like, they're just like mindlessly jumping because they think something on the other side is going to stop them. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what the truth is? Dude, All I know is that hundreds of dogs have died. Scientists don't know what's going on. And the, the bridge is still there. Dude, this is really sad. Yeah. Extremely sad. So this next part of the podcast is called Whose Side Are You On? Leia's going to come on, tell a real life story, and we have to decide who's right and who's wrong. So it's going to be probably a really juicy story. Right, we're going to see if the person's right or this person's right, and it's going to get really, uh, you know. Comment who you think is right. Yeah, let us know who you think is right. <laughs> Hello, and here is Leia. Woo, yeah. It was Leia's birthday this past week, so everybody wish Leia a happy birthday. Yeah, you better comment right now and say happy birthday, right? <laughs> okay, don't, you don't have to, but that would be nice. Do it! All right, whose side are you on? Girlfriend versus boyfriend. My girlfriend feels bad. So I've been dating my girlfriend for about three years now. I can't really remember. Like the past half a year or so, I have had six other girlfriends behind her back. Parentheses, <laughs> not my fault. I was in a bad state of mind. Nonetheless, she eventually found out and had to let them go because she started overreacting and threatening to break up with me. I know, kind of cruel. Obviously, this is too far. Nobody reasonable would have had this reaction, but I still felt bad nonetheless. I said sorry to her once and bought her McDonald's, but she didn't let it go. She kept complaining about how I was cheating or whatever. <laughs> Eventually, it became too much. I yelled at her, telling her she was being whiny and a spoiled brat and how she didn't appreciate the things I do for her, like the McDonald's and gas station sushi. She immediately began apologizing, saying how much she loved me. That was two days ago. Her friends are telling me how much of a prick I am, but I think they are just jealous. <laughs> anyway, don't think I'm in the wrong, but it crossed my mind and I thought I should ask a bunch of disgruntled teenagers over the interwebs. Am I wrong? Who side are you on? What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> what? He's wrong. Wait a second. Period. Period. What the heck? I was having a hard time listening to it because I wasn't sure who's writing the story. And then I realized the guy, the guy is writing the story saying that he, he cheated on his girlfriend six times with other women. Yeah. Yeah. And he feels he's in the right. 
Yeah. Not just not just cheated. He had six girlfriends <laughs> right. behind her back. It wasn't encounters. It was six girlfriends. Girlfriends. Yeah. You can multiply that by however many you want and, to multiply. And by. he had the audacity to think that McDonald's and gas station sushi would make up for it. Oh what? My gosh. I don't understand. I, I find this hard to believe. I'm like at a loss for words. I don't get it. I think it's funny how he's trying to now manipulate the people on Reddit to think that he's right. Like, it's okay. Yeah, you know that guy is going home to his, his girlfriend, right? And be like, honey, look, we got 400 upvotes on this Reddit post, <laughs> right? They must be agreeing with me. <laughs> Dude, this guy, oh my gosh. I don't, even, I don't even know where to start with him. No respect. No respect, bro. I'm sorry. You gotta, you gotta get your life in order no, because you're so wrong. No, not I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, dude, you're so wrong. Like, there's no way around it. This is crazy that she threatened to break up with him, and he thought that was cruel. Yeah. What? And then he yelled at her. He yelled at her. Yeah. After that, he's like, "How dare you not say thank you for that sushi? <laughs> you know how much that sushi was." Four ninety nine. I know what at Chevron gas station. <laughs> and then he's all like getting upset that her friends think he's a prick. Like, dude, you're way more than a prick. Honestly, he was probably trying to get her sick with the gas station sushi too. So yeah, <laughs> he probably bought it after hours, right? Would be for the throw it away. Never I didn't even know buy sushi gas at the gas station. Freaking sell sushi. <laughs> I feel like in Hawaii they have sushi, but it's probably good sushi. But if you're in like California, you shouldn't be buying Anywhere sushi else. from Anywhere definitely else not. Should. From the gas station. Dude, you are so wrong. The girl's right. Totally. I'm on the girl's side. Yeah, we're, I'm pretty sure we're all on the girl's side. Yes. I mean, I'm talking like everyone in the comments should be on the girl's <laughs> side too. Yeah. Because if you're not, that's sad. This, and you shouldn't be here. <laughs> I don't, uh, oh my gosh. I'm, I, I'm still speechless. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There you have it, folks. <laughs> so make sure you comment whose side are you on. And if you put the guy's side, we cannot be friends anymore. <laughs> Don't even do it as a joke, okay? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Leia. Leia. Everybody wish Leia happy birthday. Remember that. What a freaking story. Oh, my gosh. It's just crazy to think about. He had the audacity to sit there, say to the world, I cheated on my girlfriend six times with multiple girlfriends. Sorry, sorry. I got to fix my like wording there. Yeah. It's I had six other girlfriends behind my girlfriend's back. Yes. Six. I wonder if the other six knew that they had he had like multiple, or did he like tell them, or do they all feel like they got screwed? That's a, that's a good question. That's very crucial, actually. Yeah, that's something we need to get out of this story. Comment if you feel he ha if the girls knew that he was cheating on them, or did they all think that he was the only one? Because think about it, he was cheating on all of them. Then, yeah. So every single one of them. He had six other girlfriends. Unless the girls knew. Unless the girls knew what they were doing. Yeah. Well, on that note, guys, thank you so much for watching. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button. And also, I'm going to add this in. If you want to check us out on TikTok and on Instagram, make mm -hmm. sure you go check us out on called, we're called Just the Nobodies. Yeah. Pr pretty, pretty similar. Yeah, pretty similar. <laughs> it's the same title as the YouTube. So go check it out on all the other platforms. And if you ever are driving on the road, and you want to listen to this podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok, and we'll see you guys next Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. We'll see you on the TikTok. And make sure if this video gets 3.5K likes, I get to prank Daniel. So you guys have to suggest what you want me to prank Daniel with. And if it gets 3.5K likes, we will do it live on the podcast.